let's get started um okay beers in the basement super special episode today uh i'm excited this is again season two season one is come and gone and season two is going to be a little different and today is going to be so awesome because we have multiple people here and we have multiple headphones and we have microphones (laughs) and we have all kinds of stuff going on running wires all over the basement so first and foremost we have Sebastian. He's been on season one a couple times now. Yes. You were on the Ocho. The Ocho. And we also had Bailey's in the basement at one yes, point. Yes, we the, did. And peeps in the basement. <laughs> right. We, we <laughs> ate fruit punch flavored peeps and drank Bailey's and it was wonderful. <laughs> it was great. And, uh, and then also our, our super special guest of the day is Eric yeah. from Hit It. All right. Eric Chlowski, uh born and raised in Colonia, New Jersey. Colonia. Okay. And Colonia. How, how do you sell your, sell, say so, your last name? So my last name is very Polish. Uh, so it's the proper way is Chulewski. But um, years in high school and playing sports, it just everyone started calling me Chilowski. Chil- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then when the Facebook era started, right at the beginning of my college career, um, I just put Eric Chilowski. So then through high school and then even the new kids I met in college just – Kept up, uh, you know, calling me Chilowski. Chilowski. Yeah. And, it's, and it's perfect because I think you found uh, the right business. <laughs> we, we are at Beers in the Basement. Yes. But today, it's our special guest. <laughs> today. Sam stole my thunder. It's Vodka in the Basement. Yes. And you have the perfect Eric Chilowski name because <laughs> you have Mill Six Vodka. Correct. And I have so many questions for you that. I even wrote down. I'm I'm doing this legit this time. Last oh. time it was just all off the don't cheat. Okay. Last time it was just all <laughs> off the cuff, and um, but this time I'm I'm generally uh, genuinely intrigued, and I want to learn some shit. Before we get into what your area of expertise is for today, okay, uh, it is beers in the basement, and the general premise is a different beer every time. We drink a little bit, talk about the beer that uh, somebody brings. And um, drinking is never required. It's fun, but if you're a non-drinker, it's okay. We can do. It. <laughs> I was gonna say, I hope he's not yeah. a non-drinker. <laughs> can you be in this industry and not be a, non- be a non-drinker? Eric, you better drink. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> um, but uh, if anybody wants to do like a root beer in the basement, that's okay. For future guests, <laughs> don't be intimidated. It's not just about the beer. So, first, we're gonna do the beer, and I picked up something which kind of threw me off a little bit because. Where are you from? Like, so I was born in Summit, um, grew up in Colonia, and I now live in the Montclair area. So I, I fucked up completely then, I think. Okay. And <laughs> I was under the impression you were somewhere in the Flemington area. Mm, no. Fucking nowhere <laughs> no, here. No. I don't know where I got that from. It's a good listen. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> no. I went to the liquor store today, and I'm thinking... I wanted to get something, a beer that was relevant to having you as a guest today. So I'm Googling what pairs well with vodka. Nothing, Nothing does. No. And, uh, no no beer does, at yeah. least. Um, so then I'm like, okay, maybe something that's uh, bourbon barrel aged because of the Kentucky theme, which yeah. we'll get to. Yeah. 
couldn't like little ass bottles were like twenty four dollars. Yeah. I'm like, and there's three of us. I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna go down that road. So the guy was like, well, I have this other this beer from Flemington that I really like. I'm like, holy shit, he's from Flemington. This is gonna be so great. Well, okay, so here it is. This is Lone Eagle Brewing, and it's called Devil's Juice, and it's a it's a hazy IPA. Oh, so we're gonna it's it's a four pack. Which uh, I guess is all the rage these days. Yeah, so oh, they can charge one, more for us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> fucking serious. Uh, they are a Flemington local Thank brewery. You. They have a. I think they were established 2016. They have a couple beers on tap. Uh, you can go in there, do the uh, to do the tour. I believe to do a tasting or to drink beer there. There's some kind of legality issue where you have to do the tour, uh, mm. and then you can drink. I don't know what that's all about, but. It's something. So anyway, that's the beer we have today. Sorry, I fucked that up. Um, no, I thought no. you were from Flemington, but I'm gonna crack mine open here. And it's from Jersey. It's <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Thanks for finding a connection yeah. somehow with that. I needed that. So we have these glasses, and um, I'm gonna give this baby a try here. Sebastian, what? You have a podcast too, <laughs> don't you? Everyone knows that. How's, how's that going? <laughs> you don't even want to talk about it. No. <laughs> this is your show. All right, fine. I like to plug you. You're my friend. I oh, know. Thank you. You're welcome. So this is pouring. I, I'm I a did little... the world's worst. Beer. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> That's really bad, dude. I'm so sorry. These, are these cans a little taller than usual? Yeah, I think they're. I might just an old pint foot. Yeah. Can. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So they should fit in this glass perfectly. But um, I mean, this 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 stuff pours with a really nice head. <laughs> Uh, yeah, really nice. 50% <laughs> <is> cool. <laughs> <laughs> if you know how to pour. Like, Mine's warm. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. Coming out of this cooler that and it was just in the refrigerator. Um, so it is definitely hazy. It smells f- super fruity. I mean, uh, I don't even know how else, how else to describe it. We're not experts here by any means. Yeah, no a great hazy IPA. <laughs> And I have nothing bad to say about Lone Eagle. I've tried a couple other things from them. Have Enjoy you? Them. Yeah, I can't say the names off the top of my head. I just forgot. Right. But uh, I've tried them. Yeah. So, and I've never, you know, I don't have a bad thing to say about them. The local liquor store was super excited. The guy that was all enthusiastic. He's like, oh, dude, you got to try this. Um Juicy, what is it called? Devil's juice? Devil's and I'm juice. Like, all right, dude, let's do it. Whatever. So I'm going to try a little sippy here. All right, cheers. Cheers. Mm. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> you have done mine. You guys are like, cheers. Oh, we're nice. I'm still waiting for my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Drink the rest of the can. Um, I'm I'm a fan. I gotta say, it's got a, kind of a, um, a a grapefruit sort of something going on. Definitely citrus. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the name is fitting. The the can is bright orange, and it's got this devil hand squeezing something onto a onto a lone eagle. <laughs> and it's, it's pretty badass. That's a hop. Yep. Is that what it is? I think so. It's squeezing juice out of a hop. <laughs> so I guess it's and it's a devil hand. So it's an appropriate name with the logo there. Um, I, I yeah, can't. that's our state animal, the devil. <laughs> that's right? That's South true. Jersey, that's right? True. Yeah. Well, Jer- Jersey Devils. Yeah. yeah. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> I like you already, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've, you've contributed to two of my flounders already, so it's Sweet. been perfect. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to continue to drink this here, and then I'm going to get started with grilling the shit out of you because <laughs> you're an interesting dude, and this is going to be a super fun show. Sweet. Mm. 
I don't know how I feel about pine and beer. I'm not going to lie. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I was reading a little bit, uh, some quick homework on this specific one, and they said that there was notes of pine, pine mm-hmm. in this. Are you picking up on that? Yeah, it tastes like a tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's a bad thing? Oh, man, it's not my favorite. Okay. Thing. <laughs> well, uh, I didn't even pick up on that. My palate is not very sophisticated. Usually it's either I like it or I don't. Yeah, keep it simple. Yeah. That's how it should be. I guess, but I mean, I'm I'm now getting the the follow up kind of residual. Hmm. That, <laughs> that that hop resin. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. It's that sticky hop resin that a lot of IPAs have. And I used to be all about it, but over the years, I kind of that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, Just I'm a, enjoy something a little more simple. Sa- like I'm surprised they don't make it this year. I'm pretty sure they stopped. Victory Kirsch goes. It's a yeah, Kirsch Goza. It's uh, it's like a, a Berliner Weiss with cherry juice in it. Awesome, super. Really? Yeah, I mean, or your typical Goza with sea salt in it. Hmm. But um, yeah, that's like the John, the Dogfish Sequench. That's another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I like think that, that one either. Dog, not Dogfish Sequench. It was that green one. Yeah, it's sea salt lime. Maybe. It's. I mean, it's good. They're it's, like they're like four percent. They're light beers. Yeah. But I mean, that's like the perfect summer easy sipping mm-hmm. type of craft yep. beer totally right. when i listen back to do a little editing i'm gonna actually make some notes and write these down because i'm always looking for especially time of year beer yeah i obviously don't want to drink you know mad, mad elf or some shit that's no. gonna like kick my ass i want to hang out be productive and not be all loopy after mm-hmm. one beer but this know? is good i like it that you're right though the label matches exactly that grapefruity it almost looks like orange juice. Yeah. Or it looks like some kind of juice. I'm I'm into it. Uh, I'm a I, fan. I think the aftertaste is a, is a little weird, but uh, you know when beers do that to me, it makes me want to take another sip. I'm double checked. <laughs> <laughs> so just well to double check, but also it just keeps me drinking. I'm like, mm. all right, now I'm at the point where the aftertaste is gross. I need another refresher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to take us out of our element Fuck. here, but make sure we're still recording. Just wanted to make sure. I didn't see the no. I didn't see the squiggly lines. So. No, it's, <laughs> the it's, heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good that you saw that because there's been times when it's completely because the Mac is old as shit. I'm, yeah. I'm like on Amazon now. How much are used Macs? Because they're fucking expensive mm-hmm. new. But I need something to keep up with. You know, inputting three mics at the same time. Yep. You got to have something kind of fast. I guess this thing's fucking old. Um, so good eye on that, Seb. Got you. But I want to get started here on Eric Chalowski. <clears throat> Uh, because your vodka that you, you brought with you today, and we're going to try it. And I want to first let everybody know how I ran into you. And it was, I go, everybody knows I go to the local liquor store right here around the corner. Um, really small mom and pop. They have like limited selection on beers. And I'm actually starting to like, I'm like, all right, I go in there now. I'm like, <laughs> try that, 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 that. And I'm, I'm limited to options here. But I walked in there one day. I think it might have been, I don't even remember, maybe a Saturday afternoon or something. And you were up front, Eric. Yeah. And you had your product, and Mm -hmm. you had this little display set up with your Mill 6 vodka. And I forgot how we started talking, but you had had samples. And I saw... uh, and we just started talking from there. And I said, dude, I have a podcast. Would you be interested in coming by, bullshitting for a little bit, and maybe teaching me about your product, and we can talk, because I found it fascinating. And uh, and that's how I met you. You were like, yeah, dude, that's cool. I'm in. And we've been talking via email, and we figured something out. So thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> this and is how, awesome. How did the rest of that day go? 
just like every Friday, Saturday, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the past year has been me standing at your local liquor store <laughs> or possibly a cool local bar um, and handing samples out and just, you know, pushing the product. So, it always, I mean, initially the first few months when I launched a product, a little difficult, you know, selling a bottle here, a bottle there. But now I got on the flow of things, helping people just understand what the product is, showing possibilities. With, you know, cocktails I bring, I bring a little cocktail jar usually for my tastings. And um, every month or every so often I change it up. I just try to find easy ones for people to duplicate. And, you know, but that's that's my weekend, you know. So you hustle. Oh. You're You're – the sales, like on the road salesman. Yes. Doing the hustle. Yeah. So educating, getting new possible new buyers, new uh, uh um, what's it called? Um, new accounts. New accounts. Yeah. Right, that are going to supply, you know, keep your product on stock and and sell it. Yeah. Basically. And what I thought was so cool is I want to know everything about this. <clears throat> I want to know where you got the name. I want to tell everybody right off the bat that this is a hemp infused vodka. Yes. Which I've never heard of. Which. I'm not a big smoker, but on the show, we call it adult snacks, and I've participated Ooh, here and there, okay. you know. Um, <laughs> a and, Scooby snack. And, yeah, a little, a little Scooby snack if anybody's uh, interested in that sort of thing. And, um, and, and I'm like, oh, shit. I, you know, I've had the hemp beer, Hemperer in particular, that, okay. I, that I think is a great beer. Um, but I, and then I'm like, holy shit, it's, it's vodka, which I, I kind of like vodka anyway, especially if it's a very smooth night. Like, I like Grey Goose. I mean, it might be kind of generic, but, or, mm -hmm. but it's the kind of go-to high-end yep. vodka. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's weird. I, I don't know why I like it, but this shit is good. I, and you. I already know it, and I, I'm excited to try it again because I tried it when you were in the store. You had it straight up in these little tiny tasty cups, mm -hmm. and then you also had it with some kind of cucumber yeah. mint. Uh, uh, cucumber, so. mint. Um, so it's a little poisonous jar. So we do uh, a whole cucumber, quarter bushel of mint. I muddle everything out appropriately, get all the oils out. <clears throat> I dump uh, an entire 750 ml of mill 600 vodka into it. And then I top it off with almost uh, three-fourths of Whole Foods organic <laughs> lemonade. And I say that one in particular because I have all the lemonades. It's a Whole Foods product, so it's made with good ingredients, and it's very watery. So it's not like a minute made where your mouth is just Coins, syrupy. So you, yeah. yeah, it's it's a very, you know, just organic tasting lemonade you know just so that's a cocktail I make cucumber mint whole bottle of mill six and not even a full container of lemonade and it's it's a very you know just smooth easy drinking cocktail yeah it was awesome that sounds like Thank a perfect you. summer drink and a good call on that who uh who comes up with the cocktails generally um you guys just experimenting or so I mean, for the most part, myself. Um, the cocktail menu I offer restaurants and and bars. I have a uh, um, a bartender Jory um, Stay Golden Jory Mixology. That's his Instagram, and uh, he's uh, he's just uh, a mad scientist with cocktails. He does some really cool stuff, mm. and uh, I just you know rely on him. If I need anything, if an account, if a, a restaurant or bar wants something that pairs well with. Um, whatever their special is, I'll you know ask my buddy Jory, and Jory comes out and whips something up you know that pairs well with what they're asking for. So you have this vodka, yes. Now I want to I want to know a little bit ahead of time. Have you 
Is this your first attempt at making? Well, first, let me ask you this. Yes. You told me nothing was really off limits as far as asking you. You're an open yeah, book. Yeah, open I'm not going to ask you anything super weird. Um, but how old are you? I turned 30 last March, so I'm 30. Okay, so... 30 club. It, yeah. right, so I turned 30 in April. These two assholes are 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Old man with us. <laughs> oh, I'm going to shake my wait, fist wait. at you. Uh, hey, how old are you? I'm 42. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so is this your first foray into developing a... Uh, now, is this considered a liqueur because it's mixed with something, or is it um, vod- How does that work? The, so, the tobacco trademark beer, the TTB, they're super specific on how you distill, what ingredients you put in, the amount you put in, um, and uh, based off what your base of distillation is, so we do a, a sh- organic sugarcane base distilled six times, um, we take it to 190 proof, and then we cut it down, so... The proof that you take it to is kind of where it falls. Like rum, you can only distill up to 160. Anything over 160 proof, it's not a rum. So I like to think Mill Six as a liqueur, cordial, a kind of hybrid of Domaine Canton and Saint Germain. So your ginger liqueur, elderflower liqueur, and then obviously everyone needs a niche and a cool hip twist. So we add our proprietary hemp blend into it. That is fucking cool. And is this your fur? So you know your shit. I mean, you you know, I, you just blew my mind with about twelve <laughs> different words that I'm gonna have to listen back and Google the shit out of because uh, that's just what you did to me. <laughs> but uh, is this your first foray into creating a, a an alcohol to? Yes. So uh, this is uh, the first product I developed. Um, I have a couple other ones in the works. Um, an expansion of the Milsix brand that we're sitting with today. So this one that we're talking about and about the sample is hemp, white tea, and ginger. Um, the next one coming out is hemp, black tea, white grape. And then after that, we have a hemp, jasmine tea, orange blossom. And they all are going to be vodka-based? They're all sugarcane-based, sugar um, but they fall into that vodka category based off how high it gets distilled to. So it distills to 190 proof, and then we cut it down. So you have to remember most liquors distilled, what like your bourbon, when you get beyond barrel-strength bourbon. You know, it comes in at, you know, 120 per, or 120 proof higher than that usually 140 160 sometimes and they just cut it down the water to its appropriate proofing um but yes so those three are going to be vodka and um a little surprise i'm not sure i should even say it but i'm working Ooh. on and possibly launching very soon um a bourbon so we're in talks of doing not a hemp infused bourbon it's going to be an offshoot of mill six the brand but a, der- a definitely a, di- a different type of bourbon it's not your typical straight bourbon. So a couple quick questions on that. Yes. 190 proof, and you have to cut that down. Oh, yeah. Do you have, like, a little, you know, stash of shit that you don't cut down? Like moonshine? You don't want to drink it. Really? Is yeah, it that? It's, it, yeah. I mean, there's no there's no enjoyment to drinking <laughs> stuff that powers cars. It's a version of gasoline, ethanol, E85. You don't, you don't know me that well. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was just curious. Uh, shit, 190 proof. I didn't even know. How, what, how does it? Oh, never mind. I'm so, not even going to fucking go well, well, just, just real quick, what it does when you go that high, it, t- it kills all the impurities. It leaves a nice, clean base. Okay. And when you're at that high of a proof, I mean, there's 
nearly zero imperfections left in the actual liquid. So then it's a nice clean base to build off and to add your ingredients rather than proofing it less and then there's more impurities, so there's more variation and then your standard of a product there's too much variation in that standard. Okay. So when you just have a nice clean base, it's just easy to build off and develop right. a product. And and you had mentioned the bourbon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now I'm gonna we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna dive a little deeper into into mill six. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the story to mill six is very intense and long, twisted. A lot of the, it's. I'm thirty. I started this at twenty five. Story starts when I was. 22 and I wasn't even part of it you know so so did someone else kind of come up with this I, uh, I, I have so many questions first of all I wanted to know how if you're starting this out is this now your your full-time day, day job correct at from last September so I'm, I'm about to hit a year now full-time mill six and do you have your 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 partnership yeah I, I, have, I have two partners two partners all right, so on the partner side, everyone gets so curious, and I'll just be straightforward and honest. So this is how we rock. The Mill 6 team, um, me, um, my old boss, um, liquor, Whitey Bulger type character, just the man, um, a gangster in the liquor industry, knows everyone and anything right. about the liquor industry. You need someone like that. Yeah, and graduated four of them, top of his class as a lawyer. Wow. Straight. Just entrepreneur, businessman, um, big influence in my life, and then and Dave, you know, he's forty nine, about to turn fifty, so he's a little older than me. Mm-hmm. And then um, the thing with Dave is, Dave has a best friend. His name is Matt, and Dave and Matt, no matter what venture they go on, because they also own three very successful liquor stores in New Jersey. Okay. Um, they're just business partners and everything. So Dave and Matt are just one. So really I have Dave and Matt, but like the way the company They're like a tag team. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is they're both liquor industry experts. Um and then Lori. Now Lori is uh is Dave's other person he leans on for advice and she's more of like uh the perfect liaison. Um, obviously not your typical Mr. Hey, what's up corporate world? Right. Let me, they, they look at me like this young little punk. He probably had, you know, everything. It just, it's not like that. So Lori steps in. She's very professional. Ran Bacardi East Coast for like 12 years. Oh, cool. Just a solid liquor expert. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's the key just to surround yourself with people who, you know, you could, you could thrive with. Like, I mean, these are people with tons of information, I have more of the creative ideas, right. um, and they just help me bring them to life. And yeah, that's so. Were they also your financial backers in too? Because I would think if, if somebody's listening and they're saying, "Oh man, I, I like here's this dude. He's thirty years old. He hasn't been doing it for. You've been doing it a while, I, I, and I understand that. But a lot of people don't know how to." kind of get it going because you need the money and you need the in. You obviously mm-hmm. have the in with, you know, your old boss. He's been in it forever. Lori, she knows her mm-hmm. shit. These other two dudes that, you know, know their stuff. Uh, and then you come along. 
And I don't, what were you doing for a day job previously? Like, do you have some kind of area of expertise that you were you were coming from, or are you just the the kind of creative brainchild that found this right group of people and you said, guys, I've got this fucking idea here for this, vi- and it's going to be great. And they kind of believed in you in that regard. Um, so I did bring some skills. I mean, and assets to the table. Um, at 18, I started interning with vitamin water, so I had. A grasp of what the beverage industry that is. That makes sense. Okay. Um, and then from there, I jumped to uh, Monster Energy. I was a, a brand ambassador for Monster Energy for a bit. Um, and that takes you, just shows you another side, you know? So you More have more of the, the marketing. Exactly. The, yeah, yeah. So Vitamin Water taught me a lot about just sales, um, actual corporate life, which I really hope I'm never in, but <laughs> it's a good insight. Me too. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, um, I'm very, you know, just, I like, you know, like anyone else, you want to be on your own page and your own terms and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and corporate kind of. That's a dream, I guess, to some degree. Yeah, for, just sure, for sure. That is the dream. That's yeah. the dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, yeah, so then I went to Monster Energy, brand ambassador. Um, so that taught me a lot about just marketing and holding events and doing tastings and, you know, just what my weekends are nowadays, essentially. Um, and then from there, um in college still, I got a job working for a store called Wine and Beverage Depot in Totowa. Um, so that's up north, pretty much by Montclair State, William Patterson University. And Mill 6 is sold there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that. <laughs> that name, name sounds good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so, we, so I started working for the store Wine and Beverage Depot. And at the time, this is right at the craft beer boom, and we were voted or not even voted we were just ranked 17th best um craft beer store from beer advocate and this is right like 2009 2010 right at that craft beer like really when it was surging like yeah, it was yeah. booming everyone was you know kbs was going for 80 dollars a bottle a 12 ounce kbs 80 bucks like people were just you know they would pay whatever like, it was just so um i started working in the store um and i had an opportunity to become the manager for the craft beer department, okay. um, craft spirits department. And this is where I got really cool with the owners, Matt and Dave. Like I said, they're like the duo. I, they're one partner, but it's two of them. Um, and Matt and Dave, you know, they had the store, the first store they, they, they purchased. It's really picking up steam. This whole crew, we were selling a hundred cases of Mad Elf, mm-hmm. you know, in this season, which is right crazy for 100 cases of Mad Elf. You know, yeah. You're talking an $18 six-pack. Right, right. You know? Um, so the store's booming. So they went on and they expanded to two more stores. And they kind of like left. They're like, listen, like, just stay here, do what you're doing, and help grow, you know? And um, I helped grow their um, craft beer department. Mm. Um, and then, you know, helped on with the craft spirits. And then at the same time as all this was going on, Dave, my current partner, um, he uh, he had his fingers dipped in a couple other brands. So there's a, I'm not even gonna bring. There was a vodka brand he was associated with. Right now they're huge out in California. They're really blowing up, but there was some whatever issues within the company. So he moved on, um, and then he started his own company called Mill Six. But the original Mill Six was um, uh, blood orange citrus liqueur made in Holland. So. Well, that's uh, quite different from what we're doing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> what we're doing now. Yes, 
Um, <laughs> are they still making that? No, or is it just... No, so the, that's the thing. The liquor industry, I mean, there's so many new brands coming out. Um, it's so hard to be competitive in the market. So was that kind of their first foray into... His second. So he had that other vodka company, which, okay. he, which I mean, if I... It's as legit... I mean, it's... It's up. There. You're talking millions of dollars worth. You know, the company's a, right. it's a big company. Sure. And, I mean, it was his idea, and he kind of just, because of awful business partners, he kind of got pushed out. Or however, I don't even want to, I'm not even too exactly positive on how the story goes, but something right. along the lines of that. Um, and then he was like, whatever, screw it. I'm going to start my own. Why not? With, you know, starting a whole other liquor brand without, you know, the shitty partners I had on the previous brand. Right. So him and Lori, which is my other partner, they went on their own. They started Mill Six Citrus Liqueur made out of Holland. Um, they try the best tasting liquor cordial product. I really, I mean, I no buy like buy side one of the better cordials I've ever tried. But the problem is the packaging was complete shit, um, and it just didn't sell. And it's just an expensive product. I think it retail for like. You know, thirty-two bucks, thirty-three bucks on a cordial, and most people mm. liqueur cordial. Right. They don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, you say vodka, rum, whiskey. Right, people know. They know. Right, you say cordial liqueur, like, what yeah. is that? Yeah, the, or the, or there's a couple brand names that they they specifically, or a couple like Sambuca. People kind of know what that yes. is, but generally a cordial isn't too. Uh, you know, I think the demographic is kind of limited on that, too. Oh, my grandma used to drink that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like my parents and their cousins are drinking that. Yeah, exactly. I, with my father-in-law, he's like, would you like an after-dinner cordial? Yeah, like, it's like, no. So, well, no, I love it because I like to drink. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm like, yeah, but like you're not attracting like the college no, market no. with cordials. No, uh, exactly right. And um, Tonight's special, $2 cordial shots. $2 sambuca. Real quick, real quick. Sorry, I have had a buddy who had no just doesn't know anything about alcohol and he worked at this bar and the bar was super it was a Halloween night it was, it was super busy he thought he could be helpful and jump over the counter and help make cocktails but meanwhile he has no idea about anything with alcohol <laughs> this kid was handing out Sambuca Cokes to everyone it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, a I vodka like I would, I, I would like that <laughs> Sambuca oh, Cokes Sambuca Cokes yeah. a vodka Coke <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's clear. It's the same. I'm like, dude, it's licorice nonsense. <laughs> well, I feel like that I wouldn't like taste that bad. I, I, that's no, why I'm I love black licorice. And I'm not even kidding. Like, I fucking love Sambuca. Yeah, but meanwhile, you have your 21-year-old little yeah. college star. You got, oh, my God. This is so gross. <laughs> it's like a black jelly bean. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck. The least favorite jelly bean. Yeah. <laughs> that's what your drink tastes like. They get no love. I, I love the black jelly beans. Yeah. Because um, I'm... They're showing your age. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. I'm just diverse like that, fucker. <laughs> but, uh... So, okay, so... So who came up with this oh, actual oh. idea? All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like... <laughs> because the thing is, I don't want to leave out credit where credit is due. I mean, I jumped in, you know, not... Like, I was there from the beginning of this actual product, but, like, Mill 6 itself, there was a, a precursor to the one that um, we're drinking. Um, but anyway, that one kind of didn't do too well. Um, so then what we did is we moved on. All right, so that product kind of ended, and then as I was working at the liquor store, Dave, my, part, my current partner now, boss at the time, 
was always like, listen, I have one more shot in me. This is this, is, this would be his third take on a liquor product. Okay. You know, is, start, is it because he's getting frustrated? He's, he's getting, losing money? A little bit of everything? A little he's bit just, of everything. Okay. Plus, he's got a successful liquor store. But he knows, because the thing is, it is a control lotto. You could really get bought out and, and, right. and make, you know, a nice mm-hmm. chunk of change. Oh, yeah. So he's like, I've got one more in me. If... And at the time, it was me and this other kid working there, and he kept telling us, like, if you have one good idea, just let me know. Right. So the second he told me that, for the next six months, every day, I'm like, how about this? How about this? How about we infuse melatonin? Throwing pounds of shit on the wall, hoping something stuck, you know? And something did stick. I told him, I'm like, listen... I'm a huge cannabis activist. Um, I don't think it's for everyone, but I'm all for it being legal. And Dave is never, I don't think, smoked a joint in his life, but he's all for cool ideas. And he knew that. Sure. And we forecasted this, you know, six years ago. Like, we're like, listen, that whole hemp thing is going to come up. Yeah. In my head, I knew. I was like, initially, I was, you know, I, young and dumb. I was like, I'm going to infuse it with weed and. Everyone's gonna get high and drunk, and, and then you realize there's you know levels says government that just yeah. prohibit anything Shuts fun like that. Yeah, yeah. There's rules that you it, have to follow. Yeah, and really strict rules, which I right. I mean I knew they were there, but very strict. Um, so yeah, so um, I, I brought you my first little uh, uh, prototype bottle. So initially I. He told me this, and I was like, "Listen, like, how about a hemp fuck?" He goes, All right, sh- "Show me what you got. Like, sh- right. b- you know, bring me an idea because I like I like the concept." So I uh, I instantly found a bottle on the shelf at the liquor store. That's like kind of what I wanted, right. and it happened to be a Sailor Jerry's bottle. Your yeah. typical, um, they're called um, uh, um, it's called a stock mold. A stock mold is a non-custom piece of glass, just based the glass from Sailor Jerry's, inexpensive. I took it, I dunked it on their hot water, peeled the labels off, poured the whiskey in a pitcher, left it at my buddy's house for him, and then um, I, what I did is I took uh, a hemp leaf, I threw it in there, filled it back up with. We're, um, we're touching your bottle right now. Yeah. Your your original prototype idea. The baby. The is baby. That, what? And I just yeah, that's a leaf. That's a real that's a real hemp leaf in there. Huh. So that's off a, a mature hemp plant. Um, cut cut the leaf, put it in there, filled it back up with. Uh, I'm pretty. Sure, I think it's like Sobieski in there. It's just <laughs> something to fill it up with vodka. So what we're looking at is we're looking at Eric's uh, first prototype, and this is for uh, the the conceptual idea yes. of what we have now, which is the final product, Mill Six, um, hemp infused vodka. Yes, right. Uh, and this is the original prototype bottle, and it, it, it's what he was saying, the Sailor Jerry bottle filled with some kind of other vodka in there. You have an actual hemp leaf in there, which is actually turned white, I guess, because of the alcohol yeah, dyed it. Yeah, it stripped the color. Stripped the color. Um, but but you have this almost die-cut label with the pot leaves and all that stuff, and you have uh, another pot leaf hanging around it with a little piece of uh, twine, I guess, or hemp, hemp rope, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, and it looks really cool. However... It is a far cry, not a far cry. You have the color concept is down, um, but you, I guess you came up with sort of a, uh, a generic name for it or something yeah. that you thought Cali. Uh, yeah, is- it's just, exactly. Something initially just get the get the ball rolling, you know. And then obviously at the time, this is like when weed was still just really frowned upon. And like you have to remember, the last three years, now you're seeing everyone kind of people from like. People who were super against it, right. or just now people are starting to come around. Yeah, they're yeah. coming around. Mm-hmm. And and your your prototype 
It's fucking awesome. Um, and and I th- and what you were telling me in the kitchen, which I thought was kind of interesting before we came down here into the basement, is um, you can't put these pot leaves no. on the label, Mm-mm. which was your, you didn't know, because you're kind of just trying to demonstrate this conceptual idea to your dude who, who's like scratching his head going like, Eric, bring me something awesome. And you're like, I got it, dude. This is, and he, he says, yes, this is fucking cool. Yeah. And then you guys start going through the process, but during the process you run into a bunch of roadblocks because you're showing a, a hemp leaf yes. on the label, which is still because the federal government's the federal government, still illegal mm. in, in pretty much most of its forms now, or the way you advertise it, right? Yeah, it's strictly. So you're not allowed to promote any illegal, uh, I mean, in their eyes, an illegal drug, or you can't the depict anything from a hemp plant or a pot plant on your label if you have the if you have hemp in there so hmm. i mean the thing is that the one where the original the cali with the pot leaf in it or the hemp leaf in it and, and the leaves on it that was just to get you know my partner to help me or it's just to finance it to, to get the finance going to actually believe in the idea and then obviously if you look at the the current one there's it's a complete refined version but what's so cool and I'm noticing this right now. So if I take your original prototype, um, you've got the pot leaf. It, it says like the prototype is this is Eric trying to demonstrate the idea that he's got for this vodka. Um, and, and you want to get your point across. And it's strictly conceptual. Uh, but it does have a certain level of, say, um, don't don't take this the wrong way, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a level of almost immaturity to it. Oh, well, um, 24 which is at like, the time. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, and, yeah. and you can ca- kind of see that. But what we're looking at today, the final product, is like refined, mm-hmm. super mature. It doesn't, like, if you're a, a businessman and you want to just bring this, this well, not a cordial, but, you know, vodka, vodka. <laughs> but uh, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have that sort of, because I think sometimes pot leaves and stuff like that. Discourage. Yeah, it's a little mm-hmm. discouraging. It's a little Im- immature almost because mm-hmm. I went through the pot phase where I wanted everybody to know, like, yeah, yeah I smoke, so I'd wear my hat and it had the pot leaf on there and all that shit. And it was like, I don't know, kind of fun and sort of. Yeah, just but, young and silly. And- yeah, but this is like sophisticated mm-hmm. where you're you're still down, you know, but you, you grew up uh, and you're demonstrating a product that also grew up. Uh, and it's I think it's fucking great. And the cool part is. Again, I'm gonna let you let you rip on this because this is this is so cool. You have a bunch of um, I don't know if they're proprietary, but they're industry firsts. Yeah, they're, it, it's not proprietary, but uh, definitely an industry. The couple firsts, um, couple yeah. firsts, mm-hmm. right? And one of them being the label itself. Yep, is printed on birch. On yeah, on white birch wood. So yeah, it's actual wood, not paper. Hmm. So mm-hmm. this this label that's stuck on here on both the front and the back, yep, is actually white birch wood. wood yep, no. so thin that the, you're able to make a label out of it. Correct. And then you're printing with this foil, yep, onto this white bir- like this is fucking wild, dude. This, and and yeah. you came up with this. Um. I mean, so I have uh, I had a graphic artist I worked with really close on getting just like 
that you said, refining the product and making it viable to everyone, not just your typical, you know, 21 to 28 right. demographic stoner who likes pot leaves and buys right. anything. Because that's not what it's it. about. No, it's not about that at all. Like, the it, it, the whole innovation is just a cool product, which now you could offer hemp cocktails to people. But um, the label itself, printed on white birch wood, cut very thin. Um, and then we were the first company to enfoil wood labels. So enfoiling is like a, just a giant metal custom stamp and they press foil into the wood. So right. it's, you know, it's embossed into the wood. Mm. Um, and uh, the thing was, they weren't sure whether the foil was going to peel off, whether the wood would start peeling back off the bottle eventually. So it was a, it was kind of a risk because we were the first ones to do it. And uh, the company kind of, they're like, listen, like it might work. But right. you owe us this much to make sure, you know. Yeah, just, so you're taking a risk there. Yeah, and the thing is, so it's funny. So that company, actually, when they did it, they're like, oh, my God, we did it. It works. <laughs> so they entered the label into this giant, it's it's a giant international label contest. So they put us in there, and then for, like, most unique label, a 2017, because the product hasn't launched yet. I'm just developing the label at the time. Right. So they put the label in, and uh, they take home first, second, and third. But the first and second place were so the one company used like mahogany and the other company used some type of other wood, but it was the same concept. So oh, we bastards. paid for the R and D to actually have the foil put on the label. And these other companies, once they once this company found out that it's possible, they're like, yeah. "Oh, it's available! It's available!" So these other companies developed it on different types of wood. So right. Yeah, it just looks slightly different. I'm mahogany with like a gold, you know. Yeah. So they took, you know, a, a place higher than we did in that contest. But at the end of the day, like we were the first ones to do, you know, uh, enfoilment on wood. You know, that is so cool. And and the, this bottle is a, uh, it's a sexy bottle. Yeah, d- double it's glass, fucking sexy bottle. Stock bourbon bottle, something you would find, you know, in Kentucky, buried in the dirt. All right, you said it just now. <laughs> Kentucky buried in the dirt, right? Yeah. Okay. So this is where it gets fucking weird. And and I really want to try this. <laughs> okay. a, a, like ASAP. All I'm right. dying. It's still a little cold too. Uh, yeah. Um So your your brand right now, and this might be just chalking it up to it being a young brand, it's hard to research, dude. Like I I, I was Googling the shit out of you because I wanted to have some intelligent questions, and I'm like, all right, Mill Six Vodka distillery all right and and i knew little bits just from your yeah. website um kentucky um just I, and i'm like I, I don't even i at this point i'm like i don't even know this dude's last name like yeah. okay so now i'm like on facebook i'm creeping on everybody i'm trying to figure out i'm like okay so they're doing this they're doing that it's, so now i hop onto google and i type in i type in um kentucky uh it's in the town. Uh, what what town's it from? Bardstown. Right. So I type I type Bardstown, Kentucky, and like Google wants to autocomplete murders. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> huh. Well, that's not exactly what I was looking for, but that might make an interesting point. So he spent three hours this, researching the murders. Yeah, you <laughs> found this buried in the dirt in Bardstown. Shout out Bardstown. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Love that place. <laughs> so then I'm researching further, and I'm like, okay, Bardstown, Kentucky, not murders, but distilleries. There's like... The town isn't that big, no. and there's like 30 fucking distilleries no. in this little-ass town in no. Kentucky. So many. Um, are you able to reveal who your distillery is, or is that um, secret? So it's 
I mean, it's not a major secret. It's just um, be prefer not to say who it was. I'll I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll break it down like this. So when we initially started the project, I had a, a very small distillery located in Bardstown that was willing to work with me for my price or for our price or whatever. Right. Um, and uh, and. We went with them on the first batch, but our first batch we had a complete mishap, so it kind of it all went down the drain. And then um, to save and to pick a better product, um, I went with a company right out of Florida, based almost in the Keys, um, and they do specifically sugarcane product. So it was even more perfect for what I wanted. Um, and they deal with six times distilled organic sugarcane. So it's organic sugarcane still six times. Um, and they make a great clean product. So from Florida, that's where you're getting your just your vodka and you're having it shipped just, to Kentucky? Yeah. So we have it distilled. So we have everything distilled down in Florida. And now and then we freight it over to Bartown, Kentucky. Like I said, initially it was supposed to be 100% Kentucky product. Right. Um, but just based off how... We're just trying to keep finances down and everything. I get it. And um, you're experimenting. You're seeing what works, what yeah, doesn't. You're yeah. working with other companies, and so you know, it's an open market it, to pick your 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 the most optimal ingredient for your idea. You know, you want so, ingredient, you want cost effectiveness, yes. and you know, you want quality. Yes. And if you can find all of like the perfect harmony of those, it's your right as the entrepreneur yeah. to say to say to someone like. Either you're too expensive, or you're not doing it up to my standards, or you're not you you know whatever, and and that's fine. Yeah, I mean when you think of vodka, you think of mostly corn, grain, wheat, potato, your typical vodka. You know, so those you can find anywhere, everywhere. And the thing is, they usually use really shitty grain. They use grade D potato. It's always. I didn't even know they went went down that way. Think about it, like the, like the, like I've never like, eaten like, a grade D potato. You, you, you'll and never I eat never one. Will. You'll never. You know what they do because the potatoes that you can eat, Fucking then gross. they t- you know chuck them in a in a in a in a bin and they sell them to distillers mm. who then go, it's not edible, but we can make liquor from it. <laughs> we can make uh, liquor it, from anything. Yeah, exactly. Anything with a carbon, you can yeah. you can make liquor. You oh, know. Fuck. So uh, so the thing is like, even though and. The, to be honest with you, we could have went with another Kentucky company. We um, it, it was just the actual quality of what we got from this Florida company was so above the rest. Um, and it, the thing is, with transport, everything, it kind of it's almost even, it's a little less still. But like, um, but the thing is, it's it's that much of a better product. So um, the product does say product of Kentucky. So everything, outside, obviously the most important part, isn't in Kentucky now, the distilling. We ship it up from Florida. But the actual blending, the infusion, the whole uh, bottling, all that is done with... Um, are the labels there too? Uh, the labels are out of Indiana. Okay. So a company called ILS, they make mm-hmm. the labels. Um yeah, so yeah, pretty much we assemble the product in Kentucky at this right. point. Okay. Um yeah, so it just is what it is. We use uh I mean it's on the label, you can look it up, a really cool company called Strong Spirits. Right. Um Michael Canbar, the owner of that, his family, I mean, his roots run deep in the liquor industry. Very deep big bourbon companies. Are they the they're they're the bottling facility? They're the bottling blending facility. So he started small and now and even when I first showed up there it was still like 
on the growth, but now they're like the like you go there and you'll see everything from like hypnotic yeah. to sailor like the I mean major major liquor brands that do all their packaging, bottling, blending there. I was going through and um again when I was looking up Bardstown. Is that right? Bar- Bardstown. Yeah, Bards, yeah. yeah. Okay. Man, murder fucking, capital. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Bardstown, Kentucky murder. Let's see what this is all about. Uh, the next one, I think, was distilleries. And it's a man, I had no idea that Kentucky is like the bourbon capital of the world oh, or something. Yeah. Everywhere. I was shocked at the amount of distilleries. Now, you take your vodka, comes from Florida, they throw it in a truck or one of these CSX trains or something, yeah. ship it over to. Bardstown, Kentucky. And then you got these labels coming from Indiana, yep. and they put these all together on all those cool uh, how it's made videos. You see it yeah, running yeah. down the conveyor belts, and they're pouring it in there and they're mixing it. Uh, the hemp, we won't get into too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I am curious. It is. Um, it, it, it obviously does not have any THC. That would be highly illegal no. uh, in the eyes of the federal government. However, it does still contain. Um, the CBD? Uh... So I might burst everyone's bubble, but here, I'll give you the real breakdown. Give it to me. The realest as I guess. I want to know. I was All wondering right. myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and hold on. Before you give us the real breakdown, I can we sample this shit? I mean, yeah, we've been okay. talking about it for- Let's crack open. I don't even know how long, but I'm I'm dying to try it. But yeah. I want you to do the honors because yeah, this please, is your product. Please, please, please. And uh, I have three three tumblers here, and I know Sebastian's excited to try yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to pour heavy. We'll do a nice little one. Oh. Sorry. It's okay. A little one ounce sip. Let's get it on the taste buds. Ooh, I like the sound of it it's pouring. Really how, <laughs> how <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's that Kentucky bottle shape. That bourbon, you know? Yeah. Just that. Okay, just so how come sip? the Florida company just doesn't do everything? Isn't it more expensive to ship it to Florida or ship it from Florida to Kentucky to have all of that done? Um, No. So, the, so you need licensing for... You know, so they have licenses still. They, they don't have a license to blend and and oh, okay. and they infuse, and, and, and you have to let it sit for you know a day or two in, mm-hmm. in these giant vats. And so, they're the company we went with. They're like be specialized in sugarcane. Gotcha. So they make rum and vodka. That's it. And that's it. And that's it. So they make rum and they make rum for. I mean. Most craft rum spirits, they're like the number one producer. You, you rarely see people using their vodka. It's like it's a small subcategory of what's available from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just found out it was, and I it was through the through. So I had a my first batch ever. I made five hundred gallons. Actually went, I had a screwed up. You had to dump down the drain. But my whole thing was, I was like that base was the reason it just wasn't tasting right. Like the 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 vodka itself was just the, it had too much of a kick to it, you mm-hmm. know. And that was a grain based spirit. Um, so the kid that was helping me blend it, Kentucky, um, and the, I mean mad scientist with liquor, he's like, listen, there's a company in Florida, get their sugar cane six times mm-hmm. distilled, you'll love it. And yeah. I got it, and instantly I was like, this is. I mean, I could just bottle this straight. Throw some cool label on it, you know, and you it, honestly, it would smoke Tito's out the water straight. It really, it's such a smooth, great quality product. Um, it's kind of a shame that I add stuff to it, but it is vodka. I mean, it's the most basic spirit there is. Mm-hmm. It's not a bourbon or a cognac or a rum. Well, I it's think basic. If, if you were to go just vodka, 
dude, the competition is yeah. just stupid. You're you're not gonna not that you're not gonna. I, no, I'm, I'm not discouraging gonna. you. I'm not gonna. <laughs> the market is saturated yeah. with people making vodka. I, I I go to my local liquor store here, and I've been buying this uh, this product called. Um, uh, what the fuck? Now I'm going to draw a bu- From Jersey? Blanket. Yeah. Jerry's? Jerry's, thank you. Yep. Uh, Jerry's Vodka, because it's a Jersey Vodka. I'm yep. like, oh, this is cool. I love to support local, and it's really good vodka. Um, but it seems like everybody can make this stuff relatively easy. Super um, easy. But you have a niche product. Yes. Uh, which is what what we have here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, I'm going to try it. here. I'm, I'm going to smell right. it. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> smell, well, well, let's tap the glass real quick. Oh, yeah. A, a yeah. quick little breakdown. All right. So okay. you're going to get a nice hemp floral note in the front, a little white tea in the middle, and then your typical spicy ginger type at the end. Um, like I said, a sugarcane base. So it comes off nice and light. And uh, and yeah, I mean, it just is what I, it is. I see Eric uh, reciting that about 6,000 <laughs> times a day yeah, yeah. every weekend. <laughs> I'll wake up in the middle of the night. Just, I'm with you, Ginger. <laughs> You've got that fucking down. Well, let's try it. That's yeah. really good. That's a really good I, smell. I, I, right, drinking. doesn't it? Yeah. I like this stuff. I, yeah. I had it once before, which was at the freaking liquor store around the corner. I'm like, dude, I need you on my podcast because <laughs> this is really good. Um, and it's still really good. Thank you. I, I don't even. Thank and, you, thank you. Hmm. I had it straight up, uh, and I had it mixed with the one that we talked about before, and both versions are really good. However, a vodka that you can drink straight up, and it's not some kind of silly like whipped cream or this. Like Some of those almost come off as a little goofy to me. They are um, goofy. This has a bit of a sophisticated flavor to it that's not your – it's not like a creamsicle or something, you know, something kind of – Yeah, thank you. Uh, this is – fucking good and it's still good a, a, a very floral body yeah um easy the whole thing is now it pair does really well with cocktails and you could avoid using your garbage simple syrup from your store which is basically shitty sugar water um we use the highest grade everything available in this product so yes it's a sweet product but at the end of the day, I mean, I'm not telling you to drink it straight. A lot of people do, but it kills in cocktails. Yeah. You could eliminate, like I said, your simple syrup, which is a random ingredient mm. made with some awful grade D sugar. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. I, I'm just making up, I'm making up these grades. I don't even know, but I know there's a grade system to it. I just, right. I'm not familiar with it, but it's definitely on the lower side. So instead, you get nice, good you know, Florida sugar cane in there. I mean, so that's where that sweetness comes from. The sugar cane. Yes. Uh, GMO free. I mean, I, I mean, I could go down like the, the, and the thing is that uh, this is the other thing I want to say. So, I mean, I'll actually, I'll get to when we get to the hemp. When we get to the hemp. Okay. So yeah. And we're right on the cusp of the hemp, which is going to be our next subject. Um, May I have a little more? Yeah. <laughs> please, okay. yeah, just pour yourself, please. Just <laughs> uh, I just drink wanna... it out of the bottle. Is yeah, that okay? Yeah, I'm cool is, with that, too. Fucking... Is this gluten-free? Um, it, the sugar cane, yes. Yeah. The, the product is gluten-free. I mean, no mm. corn, grain, wheat, or potato. The problem is, is those little gluten-free, like, our cat, you know, we're, we're small star company building our way up. Those are just... Uh, um, it's so good. Thank you. It's so fucking good. Like, I can drink this. This is, like, delicious. Very cool. Thank you. 
call and say, hey, everybody, try this stuff. This is fucking <laughs> awesome. But yeah, all those certifications, you're gluten-free, organic. I mean, mm-hmm. you're talking you're talking thousands of dollars just to have that on your label. Oh, okay. And months. And you have to get everything certified. It's, just, it, it's a crazy process that for a startup company, I just feel is unnecessary. And that wasn't even me. That's I, I, That credit goes to my partner. I was like, you should definitely try to see if we could. Yeah. He's like, don't. Because what happens? Gluten free is so like hot right now, though, right? Yeah, I mean, the th- the, you know what? Here's the thing, though. Those, I have an opinion on people yeah. who are so like <laughs> careful, <laughs> careful. No, 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 no. no. Gluten free. <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead. <laughs> can, I, can I please get carb free, gluten free <laughs> alcohol? Because I'm on this keto diet. I'm like, all right. Buddy, check this. You're on a whatever diet, but you're drinking alcohol. Right. Like, let's cut to the point. Alcohol is a vice. I love it. I, right. It's my livelihood. I encourage people to drink responsibly or to drink, but just drink responsibly. So if you're on some crazy diet, you should not give a shit about what you're drinking if you're right. going to drink. You just like, want to enjoy it. Yeah. Guess just what? Wake up the next morning, hop right. on your $5,000 Peloton, <laughs> right. and sweat it out. <laughs> and you're good. Do you, do you have a Peloton? Uh, no. Do I have $5,000? <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> Maybe. Soon. <laughs> Hopefully. This shit's going to take off, man. I love it. Oh, speaking of, you said uh, drink responsibly, right? Yes, of course. Which, of course, Beers in the Basement also advocates. Um uh, on that note, when you you're making an alcohol, mm-hmm. what is your liability? Because people, whether you endorse it or not, are getting drunk. No, uh, do you, is there a certain liability that I'm you not always you're, getting drunk? No, I didn't say. Oh, <laughs> I didn't say people are drinking your product to get drunk and to escape reality, <laughs> and that's why they're. But no, uh, but is, is are, are you? Is there any? I mean, your challenges. You're, yeah, like, I mean, your lawyer, lawyer boss, like your partner. He's probably fucking hitting the books going like, okay, how the fuck can I be responsible for this shit in what way and, and how can I cover my ass because you're making alcohol. Yeah. It's like making fireworks. People are going to blow their hands off. Like, are you going to be responsible at the end of the day? Well, first off, he's the chillest lawyer ever. Um, <laughs> like a Marie. <laughs> um, and then number two, I mean, the ABC takes care of that. I mean, the rules are so strict and they're so embedded, in, especially in New Jersey and the state. A lot of prohibition-style laws still exist. Mm-hmm. So there's these foundations that, I mean, I've been in the industry, so I don't even think about them. I just kind of abide by them. Just, you know, like... I mean, make sure your bottles have sample sticks. Make sure to check everyone's ID when you taste. Make right. sure you get a solicitor right. a solicitor's license. Reinforce sure. drink responsibly. Exactly. Re- reinforce that you're not giving it to someone that's already three sheets to the wind when they pop into the liquor store to get that one last tall boy of Coors Light, and you're like, "Hey, dude, here, have this." One hundred percent. Yeah. You know, so it's just like obvious. Like those laws are there. The ABC is around. Um, oh, now what? What's the ABC again? Alcohol beverage control. Just. Do you deal with mafia? The, do you deal with the ATF as well? Uh, so we did. So the, so ATF was part of getting this product approved. So we dealt with the FDA, the ATF, That's and a, the TTB because it's it's a consumable product. Yep. So you need the FDA because it's a I guess considered a food product somehow. Yeah. And then you have the ATF, well, which is alcohol, tobacco, firearms. It's alcohol. Mm-hmm. And then you have the ABC. Well. So the ABC is just for like Jesus Christ! Yeah. I, I can't even like wrap my head around, dude. I have trouble like 
giving you a little waiver for the podcast. And I'm like, does this look right? And you, you guys are dealing with like real big boy shit. That's- yeah, it, it, you know, it sounds way crazier than it is when you have um, – a partner that's a lawyer. <laughs> I'm like, hey, well, what'd you fill out today? He's like, oh, the, you know. Well, the thing is with the FDA is everything you add in there has to be FDA approved. So, um, for instance, like that hemp flavor that was developed had to be FDA approved. So, I mean, it's just it, – it's part of the process. I mean, if you're dealing with a, a – a, if you're making even just a plain orange vodka, that orange flavor – However you make it, it does have to be an FDA-approved flavor. So it just depends on how you develop the flavor. But either way, it's all getting checked by the FDA. Um, we just happen to get you know a nice cool hemp flavor with the FBA or FDA, and then um, and you're using actual hemp. So here, we'll be, so this is the all right. So ready? This is the bubble I'm bursting for everyone. Okay. All righty, your hemperer, your G13 from Sweetwater. Right. Um. Ourselves included, Mill Six. So, all right, here comes. Here comes. Here comes. Ready? You might not like it, but at the end of the day, this is science back, true, and it's just what it is. And the future is coming, and we'll get better. All right. (laughs) So, when you see products with the word hemp in it, right? Notice, uh, not ours, but for most, you'll see hemp type. So, hemp type. Ready? It's a process of deriving terpenes from uh so for this for our product we did from lemons and mangoes so terpenes are your central oils these compounds Mm -hmm. so you can extract terpenes from almost anything the thing is there's specific compounds and terpenes within these fruits and plants certain certain plants don't have it certain fruit don't have it um, lemon and mango happen to have the exact same terpenes found in a hemp plant. They're called myrcene and lemonade. They're these two compounds. There's literally less than like 1% difference in them under a microscope. It's like whatever, they're like 0.001 different from each other. So what we did is we had this company go, listen, we have a hemp flavor derived from a mango and a lemon, but the base of it is a cold-pressed hemp seed oil. So there is hemp. It's cold-pressed hemp seed oil, which is heavy in, like, omega fats. Well, hold on. You're throwing a lot of science at me, I, uh, and I want to understand uh, it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just First and foremost, yes. um, mango and, and lemon, right? The mango produces it, the myrcene, and the lemon produces the lemonade terpene. And these are terp- right, terpene. Terpenoids, terpenes. So... Let me ask you a very fundamental question. Yes. Is there actually hemp from the hemp plant as we know it? Like the pot, the pot leaf that has little yes. jagged leaf. Like is there that in this? Correct. Uh, the cold press hemp seed oil, so which the, is a, another component to the oil that we use. So the terpenes themselves are the exact same thing with the same components, anti-inflammatory, mood relaxant, or super concentrates. So it's a heavy version of that, com- that compound. But the base of the actual flavor is a cold-pressed hemp seed oil. So it's hemp, hemp seeds, cold-pressed, and you get that oil from there, and then they add the hemp terpenes. Gotcha. Yes. Okay, so you'd have the hemp seed oil, you have... Which is the base of, which the, of is that the base, flavor. And then you add the other items to get the terpenes. No, so we add... All right. 
So, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. So where did you get your degree? In? Uh, <laughs> or is this just because this is just you? Yeah, you lo- uh, yeah okay. Psychology has nothing to do with. Oh yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a lot to do with. Um, so I uh, so for the so to get a flavor developed, you need to create obviously create a flavor and then get it FDA approved. Right. So with cold press hemp seed oil, it's considered a supplement. So it's not an actual illegal substance off that. It's the only component off a hemp plant that was never banned. Similar to what you might find in your CBD. Uh, no. C- okay. CBD is an illegal. It's a state-controlled compound. So depending on the state you're in, it's either legal or not. Well, but it's federally illegal. Well, let me ask you this because I've been doing just a little homework recently. You may or may not know. Um, if you go on Amazon. Mm-hmm which is very regulated with what it sells obviously because it's it's national it's it's international but if you do like amazon prime the shit that they stock in their warehouses um you can get hemp seed oil yes which is legal legal completely legal 50 state legal always has been and and it's different though right but that's what you're that's kind of what you're using right yeah so so check this like hemp terpenes essential oils off the hemp plant which are the under a microscope, the exact same thing that I use, but derived from a mango and a lemon. Mm-hmm. But it, since it's derived from hemp plant, it's technically illegal to get FDA approved. So hence why I did a little loophole. I used the same compounds you would find in the hemp plant, but derived you from- You extract them from legal substances. From legal substances. Incorporate them with the other legal substances. Yes. Which is the hemp seed oil. Which is considered a supplement by the FDA. Okay. So so you could so this way you have a hemp based flavor, flavor right mm-hmm. because there's and we're using components so so pretty much what the game plan is to set the foundation of my company down so when the federal bans for CBD are lifted I could actually add true CBD extract into that which would be awesome awesome right can you somehow like get on top of that and start like Patenting shit like crazy if you nah, haven't already or like it's I'm like I don't want to speak um out of line but I'm pretty sure that you can't just like you could have your proprietary formula but you can't patent a liquor or beverage form you can't you could you can't have a patent on it that's like know? trying to say well I invented bourbon like no, yeah, fuck off we're yeah. just doing a different process Sweet, like I'll if use... you tweak the process a tiny bit suddenly it becomes that person's that yeah okay it's, that kind of makes sense exactly so. But the thing is, the level of walls of approvals that you have to go through, like, if my best friend was like, yo, I'm going to launch a hemp fucker tomorrow, I would shake his hand and go, listen, I wish you the best. Good luck with that. Good luck. And here's the thing. Just be ready for a lot of hiccups, a lot of no's. Like, I mean, cease and desist for for names alone, like the name Mill 6. Initially, the name was Cali, right? I I just sent that for approval. That got denied real quick because there's other companies using that name. So then bring it all the way around to the beer world, um, Firestone Walker. So Firestone Walker came out of the beer called Sukaba. Speaking of beer, I'm going to drink the last one. Perfect. Uh, I'm still sipping. <laughs> um, but you ever hear of Fire, Sukaba, Firestone Walker? That's like a limited beer they have. Become, no. So, it yeah, yeah, it comes in like a big box, like 20-something dollars for like a 7 or 22 ounce. But they wanted to call it Abacus. Um, they had a cease and desist from a company, a wine company called um, Abacus in California. You're infringing our name, blah, blah, blah. So, this is just a backstory. I wanted to use the name Abaca, A-B-A-C-A, which is Filipino banana hemp. 
a process used in making a Filipino <laughs> cream liqueur. And they gave me a cease and desist on that, and I had the label done and ready to go, ready to be printed, and like, and they give you a 32-day uh, waiting period before anyone could. So in the, within those 32 days, someone could dispute your name, and you have to you have to drop the name. Yep. They on the 31st day, the day before that name would have been solidified, approved, donezo. Right. Um, they're like, no, it gets abacus is too close to abaca. I'm like, you guys are a wine company. Really? Yeah. We're a vodka company. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, I mean, just like little hiccups like that. I mean, with the pot lease on there and then like the hemp approval. I mean, initially it was hemp derived terpenes, illegal. Um, Then. Were you that dude in high school that like did did your reports on like (laughs) legalizing pot and stuff like that? Because it was always that. I never did because it's too cliche. Uh, okay, they, well, they all the, every teacher thought I would. Yeah, so I would never. <laughs> but okay, because so I was going to say there was always that one yeah. kid that like knew everything. They was like, well, originally it started. We used to make ropes, and George Washington even <laughs> had his wooden teeth made out of it. Like he like read spouting co- off all these fucking facts and and like just be super knowledgeable. Please, about please it. read the coaster. <laughs> It okay. goes, fact number one, the first American flag made by oh, Betsy Ross made of hemp. <laughs> fact number two, Alice in Wonderland was originally printed on hemp paper. Fact number three, the original Levi jeans were made from hemp. Story is <laughs> this this, is this like does kind of, yeah. this is you getting that out. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Oh, yeah, and that was the coaster, and you left me with a couple of these. So I'm excited to have them. Thank you. Of course. So, uh, <laughs> you, well, you are that guy. Yeah. You, you just, you went, there was someone else in your class that already that that position was already filled. And, uh, yeah, I, I just took a backseat, watched him get laughed at. Kosh came around. I was like, "Now it's my time. <laughs> <laughs> now it's my time to shine." You learned from him, and then you took it to the next level. Um, so you're doing a lot of social media promotion. I saw. Uh, I tried. I, I guess you have a a. Are, do you do any of the photography yourself or these are just friends that you kind of rely on because you have some fun ones you have some ones where you do the, um, the Christmas one yeah the Christmas one where you got Santa Claus drinking your right <laughs> he's got the sunglasses on and you're like on a boat and shit it's like looks all fun awesome commercial so check this my whole game plan launching this I was like I'm gonna come out with really cool ads dump money to mm. advertise them on mm-hmm. Instagram and Facebook like I was like, instead of dumping money in the t-shirts or anything, like that, all my money's going to go into just blasting these out online. Tell right? us how you, how you did with that. I'll tell you. Ready? Yep. I'm like, our, the, the video came in. Kids like, it's ready. It's Christmas Eve. I'm like, perfect. Send 10 minutes later. Instagram sends me an email going, uh, not approved. Oh, for it's alcohol. No, because the word hemp's in it. What? Yes. Really? Because it's affiliated with drugs. Oh, if God. it Grey Goose oh, Orange, Grey Goose, like every liquor brand is allowed to advertise as long as there's no. Um, it, it's weird. The rules are like no one could look under thirty five. You can't have them doing reckless activities. You can't have like uh, a, a characterization of someone drinks. So you can't have like Mickey Mouse getting drunk. Right. Meanwhile, I had Santa getting hammered, doing burnouts <laughs> right. in the Camaro. That was pretty like, awesome. Yeah, I was like, "What's wrong with this?" Just, so you didn't yeah. you didn't read the rules first? And you no, just but the, went for it. you know what? The even so, I tried with ads after that, um, and they just wouldn't let it because the word hemp is in the product, and then the hemp obviously reverts back to their like 
drug policies. Their guidelines, yeah. Yeah, and their guidelines. So it was just, it was a headache. I, so I even changed my Instagram name from Mill 6 Hemp Vodka to Mill 6. Kyle, every word of hemp in there, but the product itself has hemp in it. Right. So I got another note back from them saying just nothing. You can't have paid advertisement through us with your product. So now the name of the game is to find influencers or whatever the hell that is. Is that is that the road that you're kind of going now? Because I saw one yeah. of your more recent posts during uh, during Pride Fest. Yes, you had a couple of uh, you know attractive people sort of promoting your product, and I think one of them is actually your one of your partners from my Instagram creeping that I was doing. Cousins um, with my partners. Okay, yeah. well you know <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but there is an affiliation, and, and you're kind of promoting your product through different avenues um what do you see for mill six like what's on the what's on the chart what's on the big board coming up in the future as to how to get this and because again i'm going to repeat it again this is fucking delicious like thank you and i think what's hard about products that might require a bit of education Mm -hmm. and and you see it over and over again when a product needs a little bit of education it doesn't demonstrate a bad product by any means. It just means it needs that extra little touch, which is difficult to your mass market appeal if you need any sort of education. What do you have coming up? Um, so <clears throat> so basically now with how we have it, I've kind of seen the lay of the land. So I have a few online liquor stores which are going to be picking up mill six. That's a good idea. Oh, I couldn't believe how difficult it was. Can I go right now and do mill six vodka and hit the shopping button in Google and find places where I can have it delivered to my home or do I have to? So not this very second, but in the next week or two, um, you'll be able to go on mill com. So by the time this gets posted, perfect. Well beyond. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. There's a little bit of a lead time until <laughs> yeah. these get posted. So. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, go on mill com, and then you can go, uh, hit the shopping cart. It'll say purchase bottle and yeah, you can have it shipped right to your house. I mean, there's a little, um, extra fee for packaging and, and, and shipping, but I mean, you're still not going to be breaking the bank. Um, the only issue with that is the three states I won't be able to go to. Unfortunately, New York, number one. Fucking is, New York is so uh, strict with so shit. So strict. What yeah. about Jersey? Jersey, we're good. We're good. Okay, yeah. okay. So you have to deliver right to your house oh, in gosh. Jersey, probably for a nice low shipping fee. Good. And then, um, uh, oh, uh, Indiana and... Um, and another state, which I'm not too worried about. Yeah, but, okay. fair enough. We yeah, won't even mention yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a, like one that was like random, like you know, central <laughs> flyover state. Yeah, exa- exactly. Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. Why are you talking shit about Nebraska? <laughs> My cousin's from Nebraska. Yeah. Wait, so you're allowed to sell liquor online? <laughs> so it's a very gray area. Okay. So no, so it, n- nothing illegal. It's just uh, a network. I stole my dad's credit card. Now <laughs> yeah, well, that's my like. How do you, to my how do you avoid and, selling to minors? Right. Um, that's we not that that's that. not my that's not my forte. That's on the store the online store in charge of that. That's like But can't they buy it from your website? Yeah, but what no, so you you click a link on my website, it takes you directly oh, to the store site gotcha, with okay. the product page. So you could just order right from there and it's kinda like, you know, my hands are clean off that. But I'm not saying it's it's all done legally with a whole lot of networking between states and stores and licensing, so it's it, it's done correctly. Yeah. Yes. Gotcha. May I make a suggestion? Yes, of course. Um, so shut so, up. No, no, no. You're, you're, well, what's great is uh, when, when Eric showed up, uh, we, we were bullshitting a little bit upstairs, and he's like, oh, man, 
I had this moment of, uh, you know, uh, I forgot exactly what you said, but this moment where the spotlight was on you and you basically got handed the mic. It was like a public speaking class or something. And you just floundered. And you, you got a D in that class. And then there was another opportunity where you had a chance to speak and you just choked completely. You're doing a good job, buddy. Thank you. I think if, you. if we were to go to review the tape here. Sweet, you're you're, you're doing Thank great. You. No I mean, worries. Talk to there. people every weekend. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should be good at it, right? And you have your sales pitch down. Perfect. Uh, so, you're using a company for your hemp, um, but amongst us is a is a budding um, um, gardener, and I think you should recruit Sebastian here to, to grow your hemp. <laughs> yeah, sure. and then you can you can source it. <laughs> Right from New Jersey. What do you think about that, Seb? Sure, no problem. I've seen I'll go to prison. <laughs> I've seen your garden on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think that's a partnership in the yeah, making? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I'm down for it. Just make sure you get that license yeah. before you ever shoot me a text. <laughs> FBI on my door, like, uh, you see it, you're getting texts from this illegal hemp girl. Like, Oh uh, yeah, we just don't. Want, uh, yeah, yeah, just just legal. I'll do the podcast Please. from prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Via via Skype, we got Seth calling in today from Self Rio too. Yeah, <laughs> I made this prison liquor. It's <laughs> toilet. Yeah, prison hooch. Well, so wait on the advertising front. Are you? With Instagram and Facebook, I'm in marketing. That's why I'm asking these oh, questions. Yes. But I'm not on the paid side, so I don't know the rules. Are you able to? You could geo-target people in different states. Are you able to advertise the videos to people in states where marijuana is legal recreationally? No, so they won't let me target anywhere. So I tried a, a call, even though I don't even have a distributor in Colorado. Mm-hmm. I tried doing a Colorado. Uh, like a, like, Gio, a, like, a, yeah. like exactly. That like seems a, like your kind of like a natural go to yeah. oh, Colorado. Like one hundred percent. I mean, right now, I, I kind of can't. I mean, I can believe. I mean, it's happening, but like at the same time, I'm always kind of taken back by like how little regard these distributors have for a company or a brand like this. I'm like, I've reached out to companies in Colorado. I'm like, yo, I have a cool hemp brand. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll send you out a bottle, taste it. If you think it's dog shit, don't get in touch with me. If you like it, I'll fly out there. I'll, I'll do a whole meeting with you guys. I'll, I'll break down the product. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, listen, it's so hard to get approved. There's a guy behind us, I think, like, a year out with another hemp product. But other than that, like, it's not like – right now, it's not saturated. So for these companies out west, like California and Colorado, just uh, kind of – push me off it sucks man because i try i send like investor packages and, mm-hmm. and and just you know distributor packages and they just you know i get no response so yeah it just is what it is so there's know. only one other competitor i mean there's a few so there's like uh colorado high hemp they distill from hemp seed so it's plain vodka it tastes just like your typical plain vodka but mm-hmm. instead of a sugar cane or a grain they do a hemp seed um there's a couple other ones that um, or there's another one it's like Colorado's Finest or something like that and they do uh, same thing kind of the same thing I do just no hemp seed mm-hmm. so it's just a hemp terpene type flavor 
Um, because that, that's what everyone's realizing. Like, time to set the platform out now so when this federal ban lifts, we could all go crazy infusing CBD. You yeah. Know? yeah. Everybody's going to jump on this. 100%. There's actually a cocktail, or it's like a, it's a malt. It's considered a malt liquor. It's a 24-ounce can. You can find it in Jersey. I'm not sure what other states. I know they make them in New York, but it's exactly the same. The thing is, hemp or uh, uh, spirits, like uh, liquor, are completely in a separate category from your from beer and wine. Beer mm. and wine are considered one thing. Spirits are another thing. So the rules and laws are different from beer and wine to spirits. Um, but there's a, a malt liquor out in New York and Jersey, and they do cold press hemp CO with hemp type terpenes. But it's like a malt liquor, two ninety nine, twenty four ounce cocktail. I'm in. But let me tell you, <laughs> I was it like, it looks like a four loco, and then you try it, you're like, holy shit, this isn't <laughs> so bad. It's kind of yeah, good, it's right? It's not bad. I mean, it smells like a blunt. Right. But I mean, I can look past that. <laughs> well, that's what's funny about uh, like the Hemperer, for example, which is one of these hemp infused beers. Yes, it, it when you pour, and I've reviewed it on on this this show before. Uh, when you pour it and you have it just in a glass and you sort of waft it, it smells like your your typical mm. kind of pot smell. Oh, but you don't you don't taste it as much, yeah. which is uh, I, I don't know how the fuck they do that, but. I feel like hops naturally have kind of like this. That's true. They're organic. A, yeah. They're actually in the same family. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, uh, it's, uh, so, see, he's, he's so <laughs> hop, hops and cannabis are in the same family of like whatever bot, no, botanist. I'm the gardener. I just like, I'm not sure what the fan, like they're like intertwined, like they're whatever. They're somehow related. <laughs> I, I was actually told that at Dogfish Head. I did like a, a tour there, and they yeah. were like, "Oh, cannabis and hemp are the same thing." I'm like, oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. They look the same, right? <laughs> <laughs> they do. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I always thought they had a similar flavor. Now, at, do do you still do you still participate in um in in in, in adult snacks? <laughs> oh, I love them. Oh. <laughs> okay. That was a very fair answer. Yeah. <laughs> very passionate answer. Yeah. I'm a I'm a can. <laughs> So I've traveled the country a good amount. I'll right. tell you this, ready? The number one best place to live in this country is oh, Denver. <laughs> but a close it's fucking expensive. I'm just saying fun. Oh, and, okay, and fair enough. I'm not sure if you can find work. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Amongst all those homeless people just begging for change, <laughs> yeah. dirty hippies. And I'll grow you weed. Really. It's, an expensive yeah. every like everything. Yeah, it's yeah. basically like Jersey out there. Uh, uh, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. But I was I was just gonna say. So ready? Number yeah. two, the number two best spot to live in. It's super close to number one, is New Jersey. <laughs> Why is that? It's just because we're so freaking awesome. I, 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 I love this state. <laughs> yeah, that was the best answer. Or, like so, like Denver's super cool because it's I mean super liberal. But the problem mm-hmm. is it's too hippie-ish for a person like myself who grew up in on the East Coast. And I'm right. just a savage by nature. Right. So you go out there and it's just too much hippie nonsense going on. But it after like a, a week or two you're like oh i kind of yeah sure you i kind of like, feel i, I like lettuce yeah <laughs> <laughs> i like Birkenstocks. Yeah. <laughs> like, i want kale in my liquor <laughs> <laughs> sure why not yeah, well, whatever <laughs> but but new jersey just i mean like new york is obviously the city is just a beast you know, I have, yeah. I have a lady friend that lives in Brooklyn. Okay, and I go out there, and it gives me anxiety. Lady friend, <laughs> she's not a girlfriend. She's not a girlfriend. So, oh, okay, just a lady friend. I really, really like her. Aw, <laughs> clearly not enough. <laughs> but you go out there, and it's just like it's it's 
like my I have ang- so I went there for the Fourth of July. Were you about to say you have anxiety? <laughs> I do. Yeah, because <laughs> so, you don't show it at all. I, in, in New York, in New oh, York, yeah. Niger, I, I'm like I said, born. I love the state, <laughs> but you go to New York. I might have heart palpitations because yeah. everyone's licking, everyone's trying to just grind. I don't know, drive. but either way, I want a Fourth of July. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Your beer you got me all tipsy. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the mill six? Got you feeling good. It is the mill six, <laughs> I, and and this awesome beer from Lone Eagle. But uh, it's just, I mean, it's just a zoo. Like it's crazy. There's like, I mean, it's just too much for me. I like kind of, and like, like I said, Denver's too liberal. Jersey's just kind of a perfect. It's right of in both. the middle. Yes. Yeah. It's a very. I like that. I like you have just, a good melting pot. Yes. I think they're um, we're a little tight ass about the whole like pot thing and all that shit. Couple, but, um, couple things, but for the most part, New Jersey's like is just a very fair state. I agree. I think a lot of people bust our balls. They they either think South Jersey, which is like not it, nah. it just doesn't make sense to some degree because we are. You know, there's not all that much open land around here Mm-mm. that people are like, oh, the pineys and shit like that. Like, okay, this is like this fucking 500 acres over, like in South Jersey that uh-huh. the government owns. But um, generally, it's very populated, but it's very diverse at the same time, um, which is kind of awesome because yeah. you have everybody from everywhere in this little ass state. Um, have you? So speaking of okay, if you're a um, if you're an enthusiast, a marijuana enthusiast to some yes. degree, um, to every degree, I love it. <laughs> to every degree. See, I, I was kind of like tiptoeing around no, it because I don't, I don't. <laughs> no. everyone knows. <laughs> okay. I have money invested in the industry. I love the industry. Who's your Who's your go to um, investment for stocks in 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 the upcoming uh, market of of uh, cannabis. I mean, anything. What I would do is just follow Diageo and, con- and spe- bringing it back to the beer world. Just follow mm-hmm. fo- follow their trends. Um, I the beer trends. Yeah, the beer trends. The Canopy beer- growth, for example. Can- exactly. So okay. uh, yeah, the, those like the the con- So here's the problem. I'm not sure how tra- like I'm not too I, I'm not too familiar with this whole idea but apparently there's more money being invested into the canadian cannabis industry than there is cannabis hemp being sold out of canada right it's like oversaturation it's going to be oversaturated it is it is already already. i mean most stocks most weed stocks are down for the most part yeah so i mean it just is what, but what i would do is i'd follow the trends of these major companies who have big money invested so i mean that's all i'm going to like on, right. on that topic just yeah, yeah. just follow trends i mean based off uh who uh, their who their investors are exactly. so when you have brands like corona and, and things like that yes. you're like okay and, they have all the smart people kind of calling these shots and they know what they're doing so you can't really go wrong unless yeah and all that stuff is public you can find right. out exactly who they're putting money into right away i mean within like a day or two of them doing it it's out you sure. know or even prior to that i mean right. that's just and it's literally the big liquor brands pernard card uh constellation diageo constellation, uh, right. of uh uh southern glazer that's another one mm-hmm. these are companies dumping billions of dollars so I'll just follow them. But at the end of the day, like I said, I would never take advice from me for gambling or investing. It's so just- <laughs> what I found was interesting is I like to talk about Maine a lot because my wife and I love going there. We actually took Sebastian, his – well, we didn't take you there, but we sort of introduced yes. you to that <laughs> went world. Together. But we went together. <laughs> and um, they have this wonderful loophole up there. 
and it's a it's a pot loophole. So, um, if you're a resident, you can get your so-called green card very easily, but om- almost almost instantaneously, as long as you prove you're a resident. I'm not a resident. I don't know anybody that lives there anymore. Um, but what they did was they have a psychic delivery service. So ah. check this out, right? So you can go on their website and they have uh, a menu of things that you may have lost in the area. And you can you can go through, you, right, so you can go down the menu and you could say, uh, I lost an eighth of my granddaddy purple. <laughs> oh and my I lost, God. <laughs> right? And I, I lost an eighth of my uh, s- silver OG Kush or whatever. And, um, and they're like, okay, well, for a fee, we'll find what you lost. Right. Wow. So for how you know a hundred bucks or whatever, <laughs> and, you, and you say like At I twenty five cents, and, <laughs> and, and um, so so then uh, uh, you tell them like okay, I'm I'm drinking at this bar, I'm hanging out here, and they'll be like okay, well that's where you'll be. Uh, we're, we're gonna go find your your lost product and we'll deliver it to you for this fee. And then you're sitting in this bar, and you were with me that one time. It was quite the adventurous. Well, the concept is sketchy, but was the transaction sketchy? Wait, did you pay cash or online? Uh, I paid cash. Oh, perfect. All right. I, mean, I don't know. You know, whatever. And and so and, you have and to come, wait for the guy though to like. Oh yeah, because yeah. he comes and is delivering your lost product. Yeah. But you know, I'm at this bar, like drinking, having beers. I'm I'm playing like whatever this freaking ring around this hook game is. You know, fucking outside. Hey Pete, you lost this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Guy comes up and it's like gift wrapped and it's beautiful and it's not it's not sketchy at all. Like no, it's no. it's medicinal. Like it comes and it's vacuum sealed. Little like whatever. It's got its barcoded. It's labels. Oh, yeah. And they figured out this fucking great loophole and i'm like man more places need to sort of like embrace this situation mm-hmm. here because it worked out so well and uh you know that's my, that gray my story area about that. that's the gray area that, the cannabis industry is yes. just swamped with that nonsense it's just gray like the thing is like transporting hemp here's the thing that was there was a big deal a few months ago these uh hemp uh so it was a a truck driver or a a, a, a heavy transport fleet whatever this Company, this hemp company hired a bunch of 18 mailers to transport hemp from one part of Kentucky to another part of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the F or the, F or, uh, the DEA federally still illegal. But check this, ready? But this is how they knew. So the hemp plant itself, you could transport if it contains less than 1% THC, right? But they knew some of the plants, uh, whatever that was inside person, like some of mm-hmm. the plants have two percent THC. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, <laughs> and, you're in trouble now. Yeah, so literally one percent more THC on certain plants, whatever. The other right. the others fell within the regulation. That's so fucking. Sick. And those drivers, and you have those drivers locked up on oh, transport on. of, you know. Thousands of pounds of hemp. That that's I mean, like lifetime sentences for these fucking guys that are like working for fifteen bucks an hour, just sort of doing what. Just driving a truck, like Jesus yo, like Christ. yo. Today you have to pick up shit from this hemp farm, right? Just go, uh, yeah, go hook do up it. your thing, and and you have your your roster, and you're not in your mind. This driver's not like, oh, I'm doing something sketchy. I better fucking like. Be Here's the thing, sneaky. though. I'm. Sh- 
I'm not saying, but I'm saying that possibly the owner of that trucking company maybe had an insight on some of that nonsense. Right. But like the actual drivers themselves, no. like they have no idea what the hell's going that's on. That's not fair. So to arrest them and hold them on a on a crazy conspiracy drug charge, like that's yeah. like the shit that just irks me inside. Yeah. I'm like, let's that's be, not fair. Let's just be rational. Like, right. what's with this irrational thought? You right. know, just these dudes are doing their job and now you're punishing them for something that the owner who probably maybe even maybe he didn't know, but possibly knew. Like, mm. Like the maybe, owner, I'm, uh, you know, come on. But at the same time, though, when you're dealing with 1% of a compound within a plant, like, right. who the hell, yeah. like, the only people that were for sure that knew that were the farmers. I mean, they, you, you test all your crops. Well, maybe even the, th- well, yeah. You know, I, I mean, cr- it could be a third-party testing facility. It could be the, the farmers themselves, because even with CBD nowadays, you have, um, you have third-party testing facilities. You can go to your local smoke shop here, and they sell these little CBD oils and stuff. Because this is research that I've been doing recently. Because I'm like, oh, this might be better than like an antidepressant or some shit like yeah. that. Um, but they have these like non-brand fucking things, and I'm like, mm, this is kind of sketchy. Whereas the the reputable places will, like you said, I don't know if it's the farmers directly or they send their product to have a third party testing facility so they can say like oh this is our you know what's in our crop exactly but somebody knows someone knows yeah but i'm just like but either way i'll tell you who doesn't know the truck driver the, the fucking truck driver and they they use them as an example and these poor dudes are like yeah. just trying to feed their families and it's like jesus christ come on they yeah. they don't they don't know that's not okay yeah, so I mean that that's the the cannabis industry, just a whole lot of uh, just gray area. Do you know what part. Yorsh is? Yorsh. Yorsh. I I don't know. It's apparently um, I'm confused. So, yeah, so I, I was I was googling I was googling what what kind of beer to drink with vodka, and there is none like that that pairs well with vodka. But apparently there's something called Yorsh, which means you just pour vodka into beer and like drink that my only guess would have been baltica which is uh russian beer and i know russians love vodka and And this is a russian term baltica oh you see that's what i'm saying it sounded almost sounded like yeah yeah like like yeah it sounded just very (laughs) eastern european babushka yeah exactly (laughs) babushka yours was like shot a stolies and a baltica (laughs) well stolies now uh apparently buying a lot of real estate in kentucky really i've uh well the thing i'm not sure who i don't the thing is all these companies get switched around by like i mean who owns who but um yeah i mean like Bull of Bourbon, like you, did you hear about their giant facility being opened up in Kentucky? Mm-mm. It's insane. They have a multi, you know, like it's like a two hundred million dollar building being put up. You know, just it's insane. So like, like Diageo, that's what they do. They pick up these brands to make them legit. You need a distillery. Like the only thing that legitimizes a bourbon brand is your distillery. Like you doing what I do with bourbon, right? Which is well, even though I'm gonna do it. It kind of, it's like, oh, he's just, you know, buying from other people. He doesn't, you know, age or, but like, I mean, so like, so these companies, what they do is they go buy property down in Kentucky, open up a distillery, legitimize themselves, but all funded by Diageo, Constellation, you know, Pernod Ricard, these big companies. Who are all the people in your, um, in your marketing? Are are they just friends? I have no more. I'm sorry. I I have no marketing. It's just me. Just you, yeah. Like, like right now, when like, you see when you see pictures of people drinking like your product, is it is it just friends snapping pictures? Or are you guys doing photo shoots? 
Or is it? I mean, I have fifty photos on Instagram. So like, out of those fifty, <laughs> like, yeah. um, well, I saw so, you have so, some of them are professionally shot. Like, you yeah. have you have one which is it looks like someone's uh, relative that's raising breast cancer oh, awareness. That's my mother. That's your mom. That's my mom. Okay. Yes. Yes. So yeah, my mom. Uh, you know, um, she's doing well. Um, had a little cancer hiccup. Fuck, dude. Um, yeah. But she's doing well now. Yeah, she no, she's kicking. My mom, my mom's a, a, just a gangster. My mom's just you know, hmm. like it doesn't phase her. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she didn't even want to tell me she had. I found out. You know, she That's yeah, crazy. she found out she had cancer in November. I didn't find out until February. She wanted she to protect through, her little boy and yeah. didn't want you to worry. That's it. She went through That's radiation cool. without telling me, like all that oh, crazy. Holy shit. shit! Serious? I had no idea. And then my sister's like, "Do you?" Are you catching on? I'm like, yeah. Mom. She goes, Mom never told you? I'm like, I have no fucking idea. Holy shit. And meanwhile, like, I knew something was up, but I'm just like, I, I live, you know, 45 minutes away from home. Like, it's, right. You know, I stop by for like Sunday. Yeah, you're here like, hey, there. Ma, what's up? Yeah. What do you do? yeah, yeah. And she's like, how's it going with the company? Blah, blah, blah. Like, doing her own thing. Yeah. But obviously, like, so. You know, like when everything started really happening, and like the more the more procedures she had, I kind of you know, mm. so I had to help her feel good. I I made you know a male sick shirt. You know? Yeah, I saw the uh, shirt. It was really cool. Shirt. Yeah, I gave it for her a couple. Right. You know, just I I think I made a, a fifteen run of those and just hooked them up with uh, you know, just a few people. Well, on 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 that note, just real quick, um, I participate in the cancer support community of Greater Philadelphia. And um, we have an event every year called Pints in the Park, which is where we have breweries come out. You, you know, you can buy tickets. Um, we'll have music and a DJ and all these breweries. And you can kind of it's like a it's kind of like a beer fest, but it's all nonprofit. And it just goes strictly to the cancer support community of greater Philadelphia. And what that uh, specific cause or group is uh, it's for people affected by cancer. Um, for example, your mom had had cancer, and that affected you. You know, um, so it's not just the people that have the disease; it's you have friends, coworkers, other relatives, neighbors. Like it affects so many fucking people, and we offer support um, to to anybody affected by that so so that sort of struck a little nerve with me and i'm like oh shit that that fucking that's cool like i i mean it's not <laughs> no it's I, not, get, I get it but, but no but that, it is cool you, it's cool with the actual i mean yeah the whole and that and that you were you were you put her on social media that you had that you were like sort of promoting your product to say like hey i support my mom and she's you know battling this and she overcame and, and that was cool to see so yeah. no, I've, credit uh, to you on that thank that was, you my mom's yeah. a very simple woman right um and you know, just uh, for her to see that, like that, like well, I guess we have fifty fucking likes on it. Right. But you know what? She's happy about it. She's right. like, oh my god, right. my son put me. You know, like it made her feel special. Yeah. And it's like you're, yeah. I, mean, I, have, I have two other siblings. My brother, my older brother, is a legitimate. That's another gangster. Built submarines, commercial diver, scuba diver. Built just, submarines. Dude, he's just that's He badass. lives underwater. Holy and, and, uh, shit! Two, I've seen videos of these fucking guys. Yeah. Like that's probably one of the most dangerous jobs. It is. Do. He's hardcore. You're talking those big hundred pound helmets. Like holy shit! You know, wow. and he's just welding shit underwater. <laughs> the helmets <laughs> that have the little like front that opens <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. See museums, but like yeah. a modern version of it. It's crazy. And my sister is just like a successful, but like 
Who I don't even know if she does. Like, it's like <laughs> she's successful. That's yeah. all that matters. She it, buys me good Christmas presents. No, not it's not. It just gives me good. She's like I'm like a sailboat instructor. And she I just got my and she's got like a captain's li- a license for tugboats. Is you know, that right? This is a hundred pound blonde little girl. Who's yeah, like two years younger than You're me. A fucking badass. Badass. Though, right? And then there's That's like so cool. and then there's me. So my mom's like, oh my god, I feel so. <laughs> did you figure out your life? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I got this vodka company. You're I the middle. You're the middle child. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the pothead middle child's now got. <laughs> This vodka company. It took it's some it's weight off my shoulders. I swear to God, I'm like, all right, thank God, Phil's doing well, Jules doing well. I'm just fucking doing what I have to do. Yeah. But like, you're doing good, dude. You you have this awesome. I, I like your vision. You have this like crazy gumption. You have your 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 elevator pitch down. You're passionate about it. You're knowledgeable. You haven't fucking floundered once during this ridiculous interview that we're having right now. Um, anything that I've thrown at you, you fucking nailed. So, uh, you. props to you for that. Thank you, thank you. Um, so, <laughs> it's the coffee. No, <laughs> it's the lone eagle and no sex. Seb, yes. <laughs> talk to me for a second. You've What's been Seb. What's up? You guys have been having a flow. I know. I no, don't I'm so, ruin the flow. I, no, I, I'm sorry. I want to know what's going on with you, dude. Nothing. <laughs> what do you mean? You have me. a new child. Yes. You have a, a garden. So nothing is going <laughs> on. That's right. That's where all your attention's going. Brand new dad? Yes. Oh, congrats. Dude, that's you. awesome. Thank you. Yeah, three <laughs> month old. Ooh, that, that's so cool. Boy or girl? Boy. Oh, <laughs> shit. How happy are you? Thank God. Thank God, right? For real. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, so. That's awesome. No, my, I mean, no over. disrespect to any baby girl out there but it's just it's nice being to do with right i mean i don't know no, but yes. it just sounds nice yes and i feel like it'll be good in the future yeah. <laughs> also, a lot less stress you don't have to keep that baseball bat like, yeah, next yeah, to the exactly. front door like al bundy style <laughs> yeah. when the sketchy motherfuckers come to pick up your daughter exactly yeah so. don't blame me for that yeah. he will be the sketchy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he will instill that in him yes. <laughs> you're just such a creep <laughs> no you're not no this is my life now. I'm usually in bed by now. <laughs> are, you, are you still doing the pod? You're still doing the podcast. Yeah. Give us a little fucking plug here. I, no, I, no. You had here. I'm so thankful that you're here because I, I always like your presence. <laughs> like too much. I always like your presence, though. You just Thank fucking you. hang out and you chill out, and it's fun. Thanks. So what the hell's going on? Tell us a little something. Man, you're looking at it. I'm telling you. Okay, so I, nothing. <laughs> literally nothing. Okay. Well, I saw you on Saturday, and you played some badminton, I think. You didn't even play badminton. You sat with me and drank yeah, beer. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I do now. <laughs> I take my downtime very seriously. Fair enough. I don't exert any energy. <laughs> I don't have to. <laughs> You're storing it. You're yes. storing it for those I have to for it. those 3 a.m. feedings. Holy shit. It's great. It's well. great. You know, you're still working. Are you are you yeah. falling asleep at your desk? What you know what I got today? No, it's really not that bad. But what? I got one of those stand up desks. Mm. I have a stand up. Do desk. you really? I have not stood up in <laughs> <laughs> probably since I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, really? Yeah. I, see, so my company, I don't, I don't mean to like, you know. They they seem to not be the most progressive as far as like uh, modern companies go when it comes to things like this. 
So it was this like big issue for me getting the stand up desk. And I'm like, you oh, hippie. Jesus Christ. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> What's like, next? A beanbag chair? A yoga ball? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly what it was like. And, it, you know, I have to like check with this person, and this person has to sign off on it. And then my boss is like, oh, did you order that stand up desk yet? And, like, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you big pussy. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how it felt. Well, back problems, <laughs> deal with it. Yeah, yeah walk it off. <laughs> you know, so stupid, and and I got this thing, and now I feel like a dickhead yeah. using it because everybody's I, I like, standing. Yeah, everybody walks by my office, and they're like, they're like, usually just walk by, but I get that like, what the fuck, like that fucking double take. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm standing there doing my thing. It's like the dumbest thing, but I'm so, gonna be honest with you, I I don't use it because I can't function like i can't i can't stand and do any like really thought thought yeah thoughtful work there is a little bit of a learning curve i think i just got this thing uh i stayed late yesterday to set it up because i wanted to do it after hours because i didn't want people coming by (laughs) and fucking busting my balls for setting this goddamn thing i just wanted to be done and I walked in this morning, and I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to do this thing. And I, like, raised it up, and I got the one. Because I'm, I'm, I'm 6'1", so I had to get the, like, yeah, you're probably like at the higher level. Yeah, so I'm like. You're probably still like. Yeah. <laughs> maxed out on this fucking thing. And I'm trying to do spreadsheets. And my arms are, like, at this weird angle with my keyboard and my mouse. I'm like, how does this? I, I don't really get how this is working here. And uh, I'm doing it, and I'm, I'm trying to do my work, and it's, it's all good. And every motherfucker that walked by is like. Oh, you better. If I don't see you stand, then you're not putting that to good use and stuff. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's three hundred (laughs) dollars. You know what? I could see that that standing desk being good if you if like you're in a rush and a crunch. You're like, shit, I need to type this up real quick. Like standing up, but if you have something thoughtful to write out, I feel like you you kind of have to sit. I'm all right. But like if you if you're like shit, this email right. needs to get cut in like the next five minutes. Like standing up, I could see that. Like you know, I, I'm a I tend to be a spaz anyway. Okay. I'm, I'm just like <laughs> fucking high strong as it is. So when I stand, it sort of like gets out some of that energy, gotcha. I guess. And I have these like resistance bands also. So now, oh, God, I don't well, like, I don't like, Stupid bicep curls while trying to work on this Excel file like a total dickhead eating my like bag of seeds that I have. I'm like, I'm like, what is going on in my life right now? Uh, yeah, so that's my good story. Wait, so you work for Google? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right. And I have little hammocks that I nap in. No, oh, not I'm Google pumped. at all. It's like there's Google in my office, and then everywhere else is like. I don't know Wall Street Journal or something. It's up like tight ass and yeah, just. Yeah. Oh, I got to be careful what I say, I guess. But it's fucking. They're listening. It's, they're, they're all listening. They're all listening. They're <laughs> fucking. Who cares? What are you gonna do? So, I'm gonna wrap this up, gents. Cool. We've been going for too fucking long. Wow. And uh, yeah, so we have Eric. So I'm gonna give you. Wait, hold on, hold on, because you can fucking talk, but I want to give. Did it just get really quiet in here for a second? I think the air conditioner just finally turned (laughs) off. And people are going to be like, oh, now it's clear. Oh, fuck. So, Seb, I'm going to give you a moment here. Plug yourself. I know you've been quiet, but let us know what's going on. We're going to do a hot wing style where we, uh, you know, just fuck off and go with it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just plug whatever the fuck you got going on because uh, you spent some time with us. 
Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, TV podcast cover Fear the Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Probably not going to cover Fear the Walking Dead much longer because it's so fucking bad. I it's can't take it anymore. <laughs> it's so bad. I so bailed way long ago. Yes, on that I don't blame you. So we're going to find something else to cover at some point. So fandomfound.com. You can find us there. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Fandom Found. <laughs> Fandom found. Fandom found. That's all you got? That's it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and now I'm going to pass the mic to Eric, who I yes. know is going to fucking let it rip. Smoke weed every day. Now, thank you for having me. This is awesome. First time I've ever spoken to a mic, and I feel decent about it. You're doing a good job. Lone Eagle, great beer. Um no, thanks for having me. Uh, Mel Six Hemp Vodka. Uh, hopefully, like you said, by the time this airs, you go on mel6.com, purchase a bottle, um, have it shipped directly to your house. Um, and within the next month or two, I'll have hemp apparel available online. Um, Mel Six Hemp Vodka on Instagram, Mel Six Hemp Vodka on Facebook. Uh, myself, the Big Chalowski on Instagram. <laughs> That's my personal page. Um, and yeah. Um, just go out, buy a bottle, help support me, the cause, and uh, if the product does well, we'll keep developing even cooler products. And that's it. All right, dude, good job. And uh, I'm gonna give a, another shout out, as Eric just said, to this Devil's Juice by Lone Eagle Brewing, a really delicious beer. And also to Mill Six Vodka, thank you so much for coming out. You brought all kinds of treats, and uh, we sampled your product as I had before, and it's fucking awesome. And um, I hope you guys do really well, man, because I, I can vouch for this. Like, it's not bullshitting, and, and people that do listen know that I'll say shit tastes crappy or or it's good and even said before had some you say it's had like, some creative <laughs> words for the beer that we're drinking which i happen to like but maybe seb doesn't so much but, i told um, you i'm over the ipa so, like right. <laughs> yeah but but we don't pull any punches here like if it sucks it sucks if it's good or whatever but i i genuinely like mil six uh it's good stuff so give it a shot uh it'll probably make a really if if nothing else if it, if vodka isn't your thing i think this is an awesome gift for anyone um yeah, age. and and it's Jersey. Fucking support Jersey. Support Kentucky. Support Florida. Support <laughs> Illinois. That's support it. all the fifty states. That's right here. Product of the U.S. That's it. States. And, uh, <laughs> the waters from Indiana. I forgot to tell you that. Oh, fuck. That's a big, <laughs> that one. And uh, support some of the innovation in this. And I think graphic designers would geek out about this. Just Rick Canone. Rick Canone at at Stay Raving Calm. I don't know what you're saying right now. What? The graphic artist, oh, okay. award winning. He's really good. He makes. He's literally award winning. He makes art for famous, like big famous bands. Stay. No, no. It's called Stark Raving Calm. Rick Canone. He. If you ever need anything, Stark Raving yeah, Calm. Please shout out to him. He's the man. Okay. I love that dude. Cool. And uh, thanks, guys. We're gonna end it there. And beers in the basement, season two. And uh, that's that's about it. Say bye, everybody. Bye. See ya.